acceptable in this day and age. Welcome, welcome back. It's been three months. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So the sponsor free. You can go ahead and check us out. We've got three different. We've got the Patreon for Holy Schlaw. We've got the Kickstarter. Uh, we've got the Tumblr. We've got what else do we have out there? We've got the Save the Children account that they send us some stuff. So go ahead and join it. The Holy Slodcast needs your money for no reason. Whatsoever. We've also been siphoning some of uh, Manafort's money, right? Via Gates, right? Uh, that's been a sizable amount of income. Well, it's dried up of late, right? Ever since we lost our job as writers on Roseanne, we're gonna have to find something yeah, new out there. Man. It's a bummer. She took us down. Where we go one? That was our big shot, and she took a big shot at minorities. Did you see? Did you see the doctor? Did you say? Did you say? She was uh, right after that. She was in my neighborhood on her phone, walking around. Roseanne and some British tabloid took like five hundred pictures of her, and they're all the same of her just looking. Roseanne like shit. was in Salt Lake. Yeah, I mean, she's well, got I guess her family. She's got the yeah. roots. Uh, yeah, it was just on the other side of Ninth East. And the paparazzi uh, filter. Is there paparazzi in Salt Lake? Guess so. We gotta find Roseanne, that guy. Roseanne. Roseanne. Where's your makeup? How come you don't have any makeup? It's on? not happening for you today, Roseanne. Have you talked about Twitter? Have you talked to Twitter? Roseanne, ABC, ABC, have they said anything? Would we make good paparazzi? Maybe we should get into that world. Yeah. We can get who would we paparazzi first downtown? Superdell would be mine. Superdell, Superdell over here. You have to get one of those flying. Uh, Pair of fair, like fly behind yeah. Superdell. Mm-hmm. Mm, Superdell, Superdell, Superdell. You're gonna hit that uh, owl over there. Superdell, Superdell. Or you gotta. Well, he's just he's on ADA now. You know that. You saw. Remember that his, story? His uh, segways. His segways. That Trump Tower said no, no. The Trump Tower built a wall against Sanche. Did you know? Did you see that? What? Did I not show you this video? He was trying to go into Trump Tower with the segways. Fucking my boy. Super Dell, who we oh, in Vegas. Wait, did we do a podcast about him? But maybe we didn't put it out. We didn't put it out. Oh shit, we gotta find that. But I Super found that I found just dunking on someone for an hour wasn't really compelling content. Look at that. exactly. But he it felt so good. It felt so good. He's my favorite. Well, listen to it and we'll see if pleasure yourself. Pull it out of the archives. I'll put it out of my. Put it did in not your, pass out of the archives and into your own archives. I'll do it. I'll play it live. We'll have a. These are the podcasts Holyoke denied, but we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. That'll be the name. Nice. And I'll just print it out transcript form and I'll redo it. I'll just read what I said. And you and I'll hire someone to play you. <laughs> and see what they. I'll hire Superdell. See how weird that would get. No, oh, he said, "What about me?" Superdell. If people don't know, for those who don't know. He was this amazing character. I, the kids today don't understand the vastness of him. Remember in the nineties why yeah. he was he was the computer totally awesome totally awesome computers that don't exist anymore. No, they were folded into the PC laptops. That's brand. right. He used to do these goof commercials on K Jazz, the local UPN affiliate, and they were crazy insanity, very cheap and nuts. And so, it and was also like, very racist. Well, the guy was a goof because you're like this crazy guy who's on TV, and then it slowly comes out he's super religious, super egotistical, has crazy political views. And people don't realize that was the uh, first astonishment. It was like, oh, this goof that's on TV. Not only is he like he's not harmless, he's in yeah. fact very insane. And that led to years of him 
pulling guns on people after following people in neighborhoods, running for governor. I still want to make that T-shirt that says... Kicking owls. Kicking owl. He's from one a of the hang glider. Old, he is an avid paraglider, I believe. Paraglider. And he does this from uh, Point in the Mountain. And he got in trouble once with the U.S. F- wildlife and Game because he fucking kicked an owl and put it, recorded it and put it on the internet of him doing this. And he's like, ah, it wasn't me. And he went silent for a couple of years. And just recently... About a year or so ago, he made the news again. But it was one of those he had not been in the news for so long, they didn't catch who it was. It was like two Utah people are suing Trump Tower for ADA violation by not letting him get into there by with their segues, which is ins- And then someone in Utah was like, that's fucking Superdell. Mm. And he's wearing a black, full black, long sleeve turtleneck, looks exactly like Sprockets. Like, I'm telling you, identical to Sprockets, another outdated 90s reference. And he goes on TV like, I couldn't get in with me and my wife. We're disabled and we can't get in. But it's like, well, first of all, if you're, I don't know what the disability would make you stand yeah, you can on stand. a Segway. I don't know what's going on, Superdell. I don't know if we want to wade into this argument, Schlegel. I'm already knee deep into it. And I've, you're the owl. And At least I'm, you have use of your knees. You're the owl. I'm kicking you from my paraglider <laughs> with, with a big with super your healthy knees. With my super healthy knees. But that was that Super hell. Super hell. So did you, were you home today? Did you like look outside and see Roseanne with the? No, it was a couple of days later. It was the Daily Mail or whatever. They follow like did they follow or they yeah. source that out? Like oh hey, are you a photographer in Salt Lake? I guess someone could. I guess Sunday they didn't look like iPhone photos. They looked like someone. Well, maybe like maybe they followed her because they knew it'd be worth it. Or it was. they got their payday. I wonder with Sundance if there's a healthy paparazzi community within the Salt Lake Valley. <laughs> Do you think they had like a Rolodex of like, oh. Rolodex? What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they sent a kid? Let's warm up the vacuum tubes and get this show on the road. Uh, Daily bulletin to all paparazzi in the Salt Lake Valley. (laughs) Cable going out. Juan Roseanne needed photo payment. $1,000 in gold dust. Emulsion photographs acceptable. Don't forget to discard your flash bulbs in the proper gutter or <laughs> stream. disposable or stream. Don't forget to litter. This is the 1950s. Flash bulletin. 50s? Huh? <laughs> Some anachronistic bullshit. <laughs> this is like a 30s era bulletin. I was doing a fi- 1950s Eisenhower drops bomb on gold rushers in 1849. <laughs> uh, on on uh, Joe Montana's 1949ers. <laughs> Flash bulletin. Genghis Khan enters Moon Race. It's going to take over it one way or another. Fights Buzz Aldrin and a fight against Muhammad Ali. Speaking of Genghis Khan, Ooh. that's how. What's his name from KUER? Uh, Doug Fabrizio. Oh, the Febreze. Because he was like... The man who makes the air stinkier. Genghis Khan, or as you probably know him, Genghis Khan. But as I'll eventually what? begin to say, Genghis Khan. I mean, I guess it's technically right. You know? Absolutely. I just there's a little bit. I feel like the there's a little bit more too much pleasure he's getting out of being the the one who's sticking his up pleasure that. palace and who's something something. Oh, I thought I knew something of Xanadu and I don't. How many times are you gonna say Kubl- the word something in the last <laughs> sentence? Hey, listeners, we got something something on the somethings and somethings. Check it out. The holy something shovel, something. something. Shangri La Kublai Khan. Oh, Fuck. Bud. <laughs> Bud. 
You still got it, just like we always used to. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the something something whatever? His stately oh, pleasure shit. dome. <laughs> stately pleasure dome. Something like, like that. Schlum- Look up. Uh, Look up. Oh, yeah. Let me just search that into the computer really quickly. <laughs> Punch that into sh- your mainframe. Okay. Hey, computer. The Schlumberg Schlum- pleasure stately dome. Xanadu. Xanadu. Yes. What are you talking about? I rode the disco dolphin back to Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> it's a poem. It's a poem that was never finished. A poem that was never finished about his stately pleasure dome. Samuel Taylor Coleridge. Buddy. I know. I know this is not Buddy. going well for me. In Xanadu, did Kubla Khan a stately pleasure dome decree? <laughs> but that's Kubla Khan. We're talking about gangs. Or should I, I say, <laughs> Kubla was his damn his son. grandson. I had, by the way, a lot of those words I said were in this. By the way, it's Ublevelochlon. It's not. Do we have recordings of them saying it? Do we really know? (laughs) The Mongols have finally called up. Listen, we love what you're doing, Doug, but if you could get Ublevelochlon correctly. I'm pretty excited about it. I know I sounded like a total psychopath, but a lot of those words ended up being in the poem Total Vindication. This is the fever dream before you die, dude. You're just throwing out different things left and right. Poems. Coma moments is what I'm calling them. Coma moments? Yeah, when everything gets so weird, you're like, I'm definitely in a coma and about to wake up. Hmm. Those are coma moments. My coma moment is Andrew Como moments where I do something. Or what's that guy's name? Steve Como? Something, something, something. Como. Bill Como. I'm going to get through every first name until I get it right. What, the, Bill the Como. governor of New York? Yeah. But I'm Andrew. also thinking Andrew. of Andrew Como. Oh, yeah, that's what it's you said. Stately Pleasure Dome. Yeah, in the Andrew Como. It's a Como moment. Come over Como moment. moment. It's a Como moment. Well, this is seemingly going super well for everybody. Yeah. Oh, I, they're like, oh, man. Oh, the guys are the guys are back. Is that's that would have, that's how have our ABC. The guys, that's what a, they call us. That's what our ABC 90s TV show like bumper would be. The guys are back and they're talking con. They're, they're talking <laughs> Como. <laughs> Who is he? He's not yet governor. You'll find out tonight after Home Improvement. Stately Pleasure Domes. We got him. My kid does that sound. Oh, my kids. Let me hear about this. She kids. goes, eh? And I'm like, uh-huh. she's got the Tim the Toolman Taylor down. <laughs> and your mustache is kind of like the the neighbor fence. So you're kind of always Wilson. And my mustache is like the fence. It is weird that it would be like, uh, it's like that beginning. It of- is because it's covering my hideous face, which is right. what that fence did. He was deformed. That was the point. Yeah, like me. He didn't have a jaw. He didn't have a jaw? Just no, he had like a scar. Is that what it was? Yes. No, it wasn't. No, he was a ghoul. They had unearthed and used it. Tim, when he was ratting out his coke dealers, he also made a deal with the devil and used necromancy That's to... That's a great idea. They never made the point of like, it was like Wilson actually lived just in a, like Tim had a big backyard and he fenced off this part with a garage and put this deformed old crazy man back there. <laughs> and he was the only one who talked to him. Hello, Tim. No, I feel like the Beach Boys showed up or something at some point. And we're the, on, well, the Beach Boys were just doing the sitcom right. circuit in okay. the 90s. I was trying to think of this. Full house. Day. So John Stamos, because again, something I achieved, you may have been raising an orgasm human. to John Stamos. Right. Yeah, we all have. We all have. Uh, filthy, by the way, not the kind of stuff we do around here. Now, when I was listening, I watched all of ER with your staff. We watched every episode, 15 episodes, 
episodes. <laughs> we said we watch it all. Oh, seasons. Holy shit. Seasons. 15, 22 apps? In the calendar year, before, I mean, we made it just past the halfway point. We watched all of ER. 15 seasons. That's insane. And only nine were good. <laughs> and it got really it got really bad towards the end. It was anger. But watching that over and over and realizing John Samo had this weird John Samo had this weird <laughs> it's a singular. It's and there's only one in the room. <laughs> so he broke away from his twin brother. They were cut in half. Turns out it was it was that kind of twins. That kind of twins. Medical The twins. kind you can cut in half. <laughs> And their last name changes. <laughs> All right, you're John Stamo, and the other one's <laughs> John Stamo. So the John Stamos, correct name, is in that ER show. And I was thinking, he isn't was? Weird? Yeah. He, towards the end, he was like full on. Did he replace Clunas? No, Clunas was replaced by Luca. Luca. My name is Luca. My, okay, every time you go, like, my name is Luca. I love you so much. No, I'm doing the Susan. No, what's your name? Oh, uh, I'm doing Borat. Have you ever seen this show? Edie Brickell's song. Edie Brickell. My name is Luca. And I, was, I live on the second floor. Give me a scalpel. Very nice. I'm a Luca. It's Borat from the popular show. Borat. Luca? So. Luca replaces Clooney. John Stamos. Who the fuck is it, Luca? You don't even care. He lives man. on the second floor? No, he's Cro- He's my kraut boy. He was a kraut. A German? No. Kraut, like Croatian. That's a Croat. Well, whatever. Krauts are German. Croat sounds like a kraut that's a hat. Crowhat. Crowhat. It's like a Native American name. Crowhat. Yeah. Yeah. Luca. From ER. Okay, you got it. I like my hat. So you mean he- Goose? Is it Goose? No, Goose. Goose! For spoiler alert, oh, Goose dies, and also he dies in ER. No way. Yes. Same way. No. <laughs> yes. There's a seat. They get an ER fighter jet that Tom Cruise pilots <laughs> to go to trauma scenes, and Goose for the gander that <laughs> dies for the remainder of the show. But he dies of severe brain cancer. Because that guy had brain cancer. If this show's not going well, I got to get so out of So both here. deaths were head-related. One, the head was smashing into right. a cockpit. Right. The other one was had more cancer than... And in Zodiac, guts. he's decapitated, so that's three. In Zodiac? Absolutely. Goose? Mm-hmm. I don't remember he that. He goes, goose for the gander. Zodiac says that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You don't remember seeing Zodiac? Come a moment. He's not in that. Are you nuts? What? what? Goose? Goose is in Zodiac. The word goose or the man? The man. The myth. The myth. The legend. <laughs> the cancer. The cancer. The cancer is the Zodiac killer. Whoa! Oh! So Zodiac is a different embodiment in everything that Anthony Edwards is in. We just cracked the fucking case. Cracked the whole thing wide open. Zodiac killer is cancer. The Zodiac killer is cancer. Whoa. My name is Gansler. We just goosed that conspiracy theory. So Goose the Gander dies in ER. John Stamos is like, I don't even, he wouldn't even be replacing any. It was like, we need we need some of that. All the ladies who are growing up with John Stamos are now watching ER. Let's bring the Uncle Jesse into the fray here. For and a moment, I out, thought when you said ladies, you were combining hey, late and 80s. Mm-hmm. And then ladies who were of the late 80s. Late 80s, 80s. Ladies. Yeah, late 80s. Late 80s, ladies. 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 <laughs> it's a Bob Dylan song. Late 80s, ladies. Come hey, to my. John Stamos. So the whole comes. reason we brought up all of this, uh, we brought up, is that isn't it weird to think how John Stamos, who was in the Beach Boys, 
<laughs> right? <laughs> with Goose. With go- no, Goose was never in it. He's get off getting chopped off, lobotomized by the, the Zodiac Killer, cancer form. John Stamos, do you remember, like, in the early 90s, late 80s, on Kokomo, the drummer is John Stamos. No I don't way. know if it's on the recording. You mean on Full House? No, dude, from the late 80s to today, John Stamos is the drummer of the fucking Bullshit. Beach Boys. Buddy, how do you not know this? Buddy, everybody's He's been knowing. John Stamos is a is Beach Boy. Is that how he got them on Full House? Don't you know this story? God only knows in the rest of the country that John Stamos is in the Beach Boys. God and everybody knows John Stamos is in the Beach Boys. Holy shit. Right? The pet sounds is me going, nay, to you being... (laughs) Have mercy. (laughs) That is the most insane fucking thing. This whole podcast has been leading to this moment. And this is the realest Uh, of of telling the world. Right. You know everyone knew this. No one knew you that. You were the only one who didn't know this. All right, all four listeners. Let us in. Just send us an email at holy slotcast. What is it? Holy Schlag? I think it's holyschlag at gmail.com. Do you even have the password for it? Send the email. Yes. Also send I think over it's your old password. Oh. Well, send over any uh, cool uh cool gifts or anything too to the holy Schlag email. I have holy so Schlag much more. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. But this begs the question. What other possible Popular 60s bands could have had an influx of a late 80s, early 90s TV star to really boost their popularity. I have to interject really quickly. Oh, you're not letting me go on my premise. Go ahead. Begging the question is uh, like a a different thing. Okay. You blew it. Oh, let's beg the question. Please let me know what the question is. I forgot. Please tell me the My whole world's been turned upside down. I just know you used it wrong. Well, what's the real way? Te- if you're gonna if you're gonna teach, all right. You've got your you've got your adult special needs son and your real life daughter. You got to teach both of them. It's a so when someone says a statement, I am a turd by no, Ryan Holyoke. Like, <laughs> No, something like, oh, because uh, because of the me. government's corrupt, we must do all this stuff. It's like, well, that begs the question: mm. Is the government corrupt? Okay, let me. So re- when you, let me, when you let state me, something, uh, let me restate it again. Okay. Well, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm no, done. I want to hear. I want to hear. It's like when you say because John Stamos, as we all know, was in the Beach Boys, and and I'd say, well, it begs the question: Do we all know? Oh, okay, okay. So something in the initial premise has to be taken as a given in the statement. Right. When it's not really But a in given. this case, when I said John Samos and the Beach Boys, it begs the question. You could have been the one saying it begs the question, is John Samos really in the Beach Boys? And I would have said that premise is true. Yeah. Now, when I said John, <laughs> when I said Goose gets killed by the gander and the gander <laughs> is Zodiac, it begs the question, is Zodiac cancer? Gander, cancer. Gander, cancer. Now, so here's the real question. What? So, did you hear my whole premise? John Stamos <laughs> comes in, saves the day with the Beach Boys. Okay. It was a rainy day on the beach. He said, Guys, don't worry. The surf's about to break. Got some sweet shade leaving. We're going to jump back in the water. And they keep going till this day. Uh, the guiding hand of Mike Love and all of his bullshit. Mike Love, by the way, you got to check out his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame speech. It is insanity. When did that happen? Uh, I don't know. 
August 21st, uh, 2002. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just mean, give me a Bakes decade. the question. Shut up. Now, here's the deal. What other... That's also a rhetorical device. Oh, uh, when fuck. you say, here's the deal, <laughs> it means you've got a series of briefcases and oh. you have to say, deal or no deal. And I'm the dude from Little Monsters and Gremlins. <laughs> from Little Monsters. <laughs> Howie, man. You love the way he washes his hands and won't shake your hand. It's Howie. <laughs> he does weird voices. That's what I'm doing. He put, uh, he put a surgical glove on his head, too. Oh. Man, it's so funny. He's Yeah, goofs all around. Now, it begs goose? the question. Begs the goose. Or goofs. It's good enough for the goofs. It's good enough, good enough for, for the, the cancer. Remander. Remander. Rebecca remained Stamus. <laughs> Stamen. John. Ah, fuck. Now. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up and let you do your thing. Now, what other '60s band could have dealt, could have had a better career if they would have just had an influx of a late '80s, early '90s star? Like, who's the dad on, or who's the, the dad, who? The dad cop. The dad cop on Family Matters. Right. Carl. Carl put him in love. Remember the band Love? I do, but I don't know anyone who was in love. Well, the, Carl's now in it. I've never been in love. <laughs> but pick, pick one. Who's the guy? Hey, if John Stamos was a flower, he'd be John Stamen with his <laughs> male fertilizing organ, <laughs> which he played in the Beach Boys. That's what he played every drum with. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is John Stamos. Today, he's John Stamen on the Stames. <laughs> You know when drummers turn up the drum, we can't hear it. They're so light those drums. <laughs> when they put glitter on the drums to make it look cool, when they hit them, is that what happens? His was begs the question: Is that real? <laughs> begs the question: Is that cool? I don't know. Here's the deal. <laughs> oh, but it's the river time. Oh, but it's four races. Here's the deal: It's a poker term. <laughs> I like a poker. <laughs> we are so good at this. How did we let three months lapse? <laughs> who was the guy who played Mr. Belvedere? I don't know, but he sat on his balls once, <laughs> and the show had to be postponed. <laughs> it comes up on Twitter because well, he'd been playing time. drums as the new replacement for Keith, <laughs> Keith Moon in the Who. Let's do it from the top. Shade pale blue eyes, Johnny. You doing your Doctor Evil? Mm, all right, then I forget my all my nineties are all gone into one. One million. Zoolanders. There you go. Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. All right. Question. Has the uh, stream of consciousness run its course? I hope so. We've had to get a lot out of the way. Yeah. A lot cooped there up. There was in a this lot cooped brain. up because we had to talk about a lot. We've had so much to talk about. We have nothing to talk about. It's, it's gotten to a point of such. It's like the equivalent of reading. It was like we'd have to read War and Peace. Yes, the central point of a Cheers show, and that's why our Cheers episode. That's why I'm bringing it up. A lot but of vintage TV. I'm living in the past, bro. Today's it's rough. better. Yeah, it's rough today. Making the world, world another, another day. day. Making yeah, the, the world in the world today. today. Making the world in a world today. It's enough. It's today. It's tomorrow. <laughs> Don't you want to go, go to, to yesterday? yesterday. Fortnite away, which probably the game. Fortnite is a game. game. 
Everybody that all the children, children play. You want to build some I'm things and I'm shoot the John's, other guy before you die. John Stamos is on drums right now because everybody is knows he's Stamos. in the Beach Boys. Did you realize? Inflamed stamen. Did you realize the hand in the Cheers opening? It bothers me a lot. The one that holds the sand, oh, yeah. the, holds the sign. If you were to just take away the sign, it would just be the weird. No one holds their hand like that holding anything. It was the ages ago when people. You're saying in the late 1800s, people are holding their hands. In well, a, the, the the viewing public can't see what your hand's doing. I know, but no one. I would never going to go. Oh, here's a comfortable. No one's try. I guess it's if you hold a postcard and also try to point. That's how. So hold a postcard up to somebody and point the direction they want them to we go. We should do a séance and try to get that guy to answer what the fuck he was doing. What the guy? The which one? The guy who was drew it or the hand? The hand model. The hand model. Okay. Séance. Dear séance gods. We're trying to reach the hand, the severed hand, because they cut. They he no, got like, the this post. This is actually our most requested sound. <laughs> oh, another Cheers hand. <laughs> He's busy right now with some kids in Toledo. <laughs> oh, it's fucking shit. Just want to talk to the Cheers hand. <laughs> Where everybody wants your hand. Holding a sign, weird. <laughs> That would be a great spinoff instead of Frasier, the hand, the severed hand. <laughs> Ouija hand. Ouija hand. Oh, but Frasier, it's, it's, the hand is still played by fucking Kelsey Grammer. I took a derp trip from it. Dear Lord, it's my hand. <laughs> That's the credits. That's the opening credits to the We've show. We've gotten two in the weeds. <laughs> it took a dirt trip. From small world, dear lord. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's my hand. All right, let's get back on track. Severed hand is filmed from a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> this audience that's all no, fall off the stage. Not a live audience. It's an undead audience. It's, it's an undead of all the people in the Cheers beginning. Oh my god, we have gone off the rails here. <laughs> <laughs> We need a topic just to stay focused. I know. I'm going to go pee. You are? And then... Okay, I'll read these promos I got. All right. This week's episode is brought to you by our good friends at the Visitor's Guide to the Daily Plaza National Historic Landmark. Uh, brought to you by the... F including the Sixth Floor Museum. Uh, they have some copy here they want me to read. 1995, Conover Hunt, ISNBC, published by Sixth Floor Media, 411 Elm Street. Elm Street, spooky. Dallas, Texas, all rights reserved. No part of this book may be reproduced in any form without written permission by its publisher. So this is a visitor's guide to Daily Plaza. I think you should pick it up. I got my copy of the DI for $1. It's got a lot of info that you should check out. It's got the layout of the... Book Depository talks about the 60. It gives you a little bit of back. It's not just about the shooting. It's not about the assassination. It's also about what was so important about the Kennedy White House and the turmoil at home and the space race. And I think they cover the space race in about three paragraphs. So I think you know this book's pretty good. But anyway, check it out. Your local DI. Pick it up. It's the Daily Plaza National Historic Landmark uh, Visitor's Guide. Did you get your comb? 
as a promotional item from the film Con Air? No. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Before we left, Holyoke had to go home, and his replacement, uh, uh, Carrot Oak, came in, and he's got some prop comedy. Have you never seen the fine people of Con Air? It's amazing. I've never put it together, Con Air and the brand. Did you ever? So, part of the summer trips that I've been doing, my friend. Okay. Took me around the Great Salt Lake to the fine town town of Wendover, one of the best we have in the nation. And for one day, I was like, I got to go over to that, the actual Wendover city. So there's West Wendover, which is Nevada, where all the Mm. casinos are. And then there's Wendover, which was the home of the goddamn Air Force Base, where the Enola Gay, which would drop the first nuclear bomb on uh, Hiroshima. On August 6th. Oh, shit. Just happened. Are you serious? I'm God, serious. you can't plan this shit, people. Just like you can plan that John Samus would end up in the Beach Boys. <laughs> but the you have you been out there at all the Hill Air Force Base? You but you got a your grandpa was a touch of the of the military. Hill is Sorry. where Wendover is. Oh my what God, no, Nellis. not Hill Air Force Base. It's straight up Wendover Air Force Base. Not Nellis. Nellis is down not south. Nellis. Nellis is in that's in Nevada. Then this base is actually in Utah. Hmm. But it was a and you realize that. Wendover, the Utah side, is basically that Air Force base. Hmm. And it's all run down. And they've restored some of the buildings, but... Maybe they'll get propped up with this whole Space Force business. Right. I mean, absolutely. Space Force, we're going right to Wendover. They got all these (laughs) facilities there. Um, (laughs) No, but you find out like all the buildings in it. uh, Nola Gay trained out there, and I knew that. And there's all these great photos. It's actually really a fascinating tour around there. But the best part... (laughs) besides the history, is the modern-day history, so it's also history. They put on the sign there, this is the tower, wasn't actually there during the time of the base. This was put here for the movie Independence Day, oh. and we liked it, so we left it. Other films filmed out here include Con Air. Oh. So that when you see Con Air, you see those sweet, like, baby, like, I'm taking this back. It's not give me back the bunny. When you see those moments... Not that one, but some of them. I haven't seen that movie. You never seen that movie. You've seen the comb. I saw the comb. You've seen the comb. And I seen the gif of his. I will say this comb has given me a lot of. It's a good comb. It's a good comb. So I mean, I'm gonna say the Conair the comb should be Comair. Comair. Conair the comb might be comb hair. Did he come up with it looking at? (laughs) Did that whole movie stem from him looking at his comb and going, "What? Oh, what about? Yeah, what about one if?" It begged the question. It. I beg the question. We got a deal. <laughs> but Con Air, this is a great comb. I will say I probably like Con Air the comb. It's, I will, if I had to be realistic with what's provided more in my life, it's probably Con Air the comb, not Con Air the movie. Mm. So you went to Wendover. When, uh, was it when the did I over? When did I oh, over? Wendover. Wendover. That's where Wend- it comes up. Wendover. Wendover. Yeah. This was after my birthday, which I went to City of Rocks, which is amazing. Silly name. Get that? We built this city on rocks. Have and you been to Massacre is- Rock in Idaho? Someone told me that, oh, you want to go somewhere? It's called Massacre Rock or something. Massacre Lake or something. Wait, someone was like, you want to go somewhere? No, see? And I was like, that's hilarious. You want to go to Massacre Rock? So I look it up. I want to fucking kill you. On Wikipedia, it says something like, Wendover... Fuck. <laughs> Massacre Lake, also known as Devil's Hole or Death's what? Penis. Or also known as a black hole that's killing all of us right now. You should go there. Oh, you're dead. 
What the fuck is that? That's crazy. Weird. Where is Mass- uh, Massacre Rock uh, next to Devil's Lake? Where is this? Somewhere in Idaho. So that's all you got out of him. Yeah. Couldn't ask any more questions. The Devil's Stamen. Well, uh, John Stamen. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. City of Rocks, I once saw with good boy Robert as we were going to, and I swear I've said this. City on, of Robs. City of Robs. I, so here's the deal. I've probably said this fact on the podcast 15 different times. But I'm a big fan of knowing where the water of the state of Utah goes. And there's three places that the water in this state goes. Can you name three? All the water that drains from the mountains will end up in three different places. Two are the most predominant. Lake Powell. Kind of. Lake Mead. You win by proxy. You win by proxy, but that's not the right answer. I mean, it's kind of the right answer, but it's wrong. But it's right. (laughs) What feeds Lake Powell? The Colorado River. Correct. So half the state. Or one third of the, well, most of the state, the water will end up in either the Great, uh, the Colorado Rock, uh, the Colorado River, or the other is why do we call it the Great Basin? It'll end up in the Great Salt Lake. All that water goes right into there. So, now it's not called the Great Basin; it's a big Great Basin. But the water in this area will end up in the Great Salt Lake. The third one is the very tippy top part of Utah mm. on the Raft River Mountains. The North side of that mountain that goes from east to west, that water drains into what? The motherfucking Columbia River. Weird. So there's one part of Utah, very small, tippy-top part, Box Elder County, that's the only part of Utah where the water will not end up in the Great Salt Lake or the Colorado River. It'll end up in the Columbia. So I had to go there with Roberts, and I looked at the water. It's not that much, but it's something. But from there, we looked over. This is about a year and a half ago, too. We looked over and we're like, what is that fucking nuts formation? And there's this crazy rock formation called City of Rocks. It's for those uh, rock climbers out there. Mm. But anyway, we went out there and it's super gorgeous. It's part of the California Trail. Absolutely fascinating in the historical and geological context. Seriously. But it's really cool. You got to go out there. There are a lot of rock climbers just chalking up out there, putting the chalk on their hands. Uh, I was up there. I'm a good chalk friend. on Steph rock. Is that what they call Nick it? Nick was there. Hey, bros, let's go put some chalk Ron on rock. A, chalk on rock. Run. They did blow off the. We just did blow off the rocks the whole time. It's a now, good place for rocks. You said massacre rock. What part of the adventures I've had this summer? It was actually just this last weekend where I did a beautiful trip from here to Pocatello to Butte, Montana, outside us, where Jeff Guise has his cabin. Then we went back through Yellowstone on our way to Cody, Wyoming. Now, on the way into Yellowstone, have you ever been to Yellowstone via the West Yellowstone entrance? I've never been to Yellowstone. I've never... You've never been to Yellowstone? Nope. I've been to Jellystone. Well, you've been to Jelly Donut Stone, and that's what's in your Jelly gut. Down. I actually brought it up, because I was like, oh, Steph, it's just a Yogi Bear from Yellowstone. She's like, Yellowstone, bro. It's like, oh, fuck. And I went, oh, thank you. Oh, boo-boo. But when you enter the park from, you gotta go. Come on, what are you doing? Gotta go. It's great. I mean, even with the millions of people, it's. Well, what if the super volcano goes? Hey, bro, where we're at now, we're going. We're going. Also, when you get up there, and once you realize that, so when you're a kid, you're like, "This is so cool," and then once it's like super volcano, you're like, "Oh fuck yeah, it is!" Because everywhere is just steaming, Mm. steam everywhere. But Yellowstone's crazy when you should be called Yellow Steam. Yeah, nice. That's great. I love. Can we write? Can we get a piece of paper? Got to write that down. Now here's the deal: entering Yes Yesterstone, West Yellowstone, you go by this thing called Quake Lake, and you're like, "Cool, Quake Lake, whatever." Oh, and then you see a sign that says "Night of Terror." Ooh. You stop. You f- turns out, 
Quake Lake was formed in night in the 1950s. There was a fucking earthquake in the middle of the night, and all these people camping along the river right there. I forget which one it is right there. Someone's gonna know. I forget it right now. The fucking earthquake happens in the middle of the night. They thought it was like bears. All of a sudden, uh-huh. they're covered in like 800 million tons of rock, and they've it's been it creates a dam, and a new lake is formed called Quake Lake because of an earthquake. When people survived being covered in that much shit, 19 people died instantly. And then a couple more died after that, but some people survived because it covered half the campsite. Hmm. So fuck you and your massacre rock. Quake Lake, bruh. It's a great. It's fun to look at a really beautiful lake and go, there's absolutely for sure 19 to 25 bodies right below, right here. I'd have to say that's probably in the low average for bodies in. Oh legs. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how horny you get. For, oh, for I'm loving that. Bodies. Tell me how your dead bodies are Lake Superior. Oh, what? <laughs> it's your kink. Blast off. Very specific. You're telling me that Lake Tahoe's got how many dead? Lake body count. <laughs> Actually, significantly fine. Just a lot of dead turtles for some reason. Did you know that? It's all made up, okay? There's no turtles in dead body count lake. There's a lot of dead bodies in what? The, say it, say it. I don't know. Lake Cordelloin. Cord, cord, Cordelloin? Cordelloin. 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 I've corded a few <laughs> loins in my day. Ah, that's pretty good. So you did comedy for a while? Yeah, cool. just at my work for a couple hours, a couple hour sets each day at work. <sighs> it shows. <laughs> so, there was there any shows we want to preview? Have you thought of any? Have you thought of one genre or one topic we could cover for next time? So we can guarantee that the the people who listen to this one can hear. No- oh, bud. What maybe, about maybe we could chronicle my my from henceforth my. Path of sobriety because I've just humiliated myself on this podcast. You've had one beer. <laughs> I do. You've had one beer and you've been, it's so warm because you've been sipping on it so slow. I know, I just can't drink that much. It's okay, you don't have to. There's nothing wrong with the not drinking that much. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I miss this. I miss this so much. I miss you. I How long have we so been much. going? We're not done yet. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. 37 minutes. Holy fuck. Right. Pretty good. I didn't want to say that because then I knew you'd be like, oh, I'm almost done. And then you just, ooh, we're going to end it. That's how, that's pretty much my go-to thought. We can end this. It's done. Charcoal stove. (laughs) (laughs) Was it, or you went to Orlando. I wanted to ask two questions. The fucking cruise. I've been waiting. Two friends. I've been trying so hard to not hear anything about your cruise. Not like there's, I doubt you did much than shit and dump on that fucking boat. But talk to me. What'd you do on the cruise? Any top three highlights? Um, I ate a bunch of food. We went to- I got a great, mm. cool gifts, and I met new friends for the rest of my life. Pen pals. Riding around in a, on a go-kart in, in Catalina. Oh, whoa. Fun. Did you That's, hurt uh, yourself over at all? Number three. Okay. Number two, doing karaoke. What? Super fun. Karaoke. And number one, best thing that happened <laughs> on my cruise. <laughs> My grandpa died. Okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's been another episode of the Holy Shaka. Really put kind of a damper on the whole thing. How many? <laughs> <sighs> did someone like did some uh, 
first mate drive up on his on a go-kart next to you and hand you an envelope and you open it as you're driving. What is this? Oh, pull over. Terrible news, chap. This just in off the line. Straight from the poop deck, sir. All aboard. I mean, except your grandma. But, uh, <laughs> we did, but to, cl- <laughs> to clarify, he so we wa- buried him at sea and to, that was the end of it. To clarify, he wasn't on the boat. Correct. He, he, would, he was not. He was on the but first boat to Mordor or whatever it is. My dad said, well, I'm going to go home and take care of it. And he got off the boat. Did they, like, did they get a chopper for him? Well, we were in Catalina when we found out. So my dad just got off in Catalina. Like a wine tasting? He took a helicopter from the Catalina Holy wine mixer. shit! And now he took a boat from Catalina to... He had to take another... He had to get another boat because it's an island. Yeah, you can't just like say, hey, cruise ship, we're going oh, back. Oh, I'm assuming that the cruise ship would not have accommodated such a request. But I assume there would have been a... F- uh, flight would have been easier. But is Catalina no... I don't think there's an airport there. Even though, like, come on, you can put Cessna's got to land somewhere. Yeah, then. but Cessna's not going to get you home. Why not? Where was the? Cl- <laughs> <laughs> where's Where's the closest shit to Catalina? It's close enough that you would just take a fucking. Is Catalina boat. in California? I have no yeah, idea where Catalina. I didn't know either. Okay, uh, fucking, you got it out of me. Are you happy? Very, very close to Long Beach. Okay, so you tell me you can't take a fucking Cessna over to yes, Long you could, Beach? but it would cost a billion dollars. Oh, a billion dollars <laughs> more than a boat. <laughs> where did Anyways, that get this boat? Did guess he, what? Did he fucking? Fashion it out of a log? No. Yes. Have you ever seen the movie Castaway? Yes. Um, Your dad's Wilson. Yes. And you are. Turns Fax. out, if you get off a boat, a cruise ship prematurely, they charge you absolutely like eight hundred dollars. That is like that, you knew this. Yeah. You know why? You told me it before. But no, I didn't know that. Why would I know that? I don't feel like we've talked in a long time. We talked. Well, we met up after. You know, we talked about it. your grandpa died. I talked. You would talk. And the first thing I asked was like, did those motherfuckers charge your dad to get off? Well, like, did your dad? That's <laughs> one of their services. <laughs> right That's where the port, phrase right port. Um, did So did your dad, your dad, I assume, has to tell someone, does he request an, a meeting with the captain to get off the boat? <laughs> uh, hop, get to the captains. I need to speak about getting off this vessel. No, uh, my, dad, my dad just fucking bailed. Did he jump off? <laughs> <laughs> he forced I gotta gump, go. My he forced gumped it. He's always like, your mama's sick. Yeah. Forrest, your mama's sick. When I recount Forrest Gump, every character has the Forrest Gump voice. Forrest, <laughs> oh your mama's sick. Did you, do you listen to that REM <laughs> podcast? Steph, I couldn't do it after a couple of Steph episodes. pointed out that they at one point they're like, oh, Forrest Trump. Did they ever, does anyone do that? Uh, and we had done that nice. before. But so I'm, but I'm now I'm strangely enthralled with the logistics. When you find out your parent had died and you're on a cruise ship, who is the first one you speak to? Do you remember how he did this? Or was he already in Canada Lion? He found out on the island, just didn't go back on the boat. Can you please explain to me how this all played out? Did you pay attention at all? Or were you so grief stricken? No, he got. Or were you even just on a go kart? No, he called his dad, and my cousin picked up, and he was like, Oh, I must have called the wrong number. She's like, No, he peaced out. And my dad said, What does that mean? And she said, He's dead. And my dad said, Well, next time this happens, don't use weird slang. No, did that really happen? <laughs> no. Yo, he fizzled the nizzle, brah. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, can I talk to him? You're dead. Oh, no, that means he's dead. He's dead. Nice, Borat. But, anyways, put that up. <laughs> um, and then I yeah, was wondering. My dad's dead? Yeah, baby. <laughs> 
I happened to be wandering the deck, and I ran to him and said, hey, Dad, how you doing? He's like, Dad's dead. And you were like, all righty then. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think everyone was just like, hey, Everyone come up to the poop deck and we'll <laughs> we'll talk about we stuff. We cannot bury him at sea because he's not here, but I will lay a nice turd into the ocean as an honor of him going into the ocean. And that's what we did. Too much? Uh, <laughs> so you found out. But then, again, does he have to go? To, does he just say, I got to get off the boat? So when a cruise ship docks somewhere, right. everyone gets off the boat. Okay, so he... But most people he then went, he, get back on. Yeah. So he had to wait. I mean, how long until, until you were at Catalina? We were there already. Okay, so well, convenience there. Yeah. So he, he just very, he just very convenient. He just, death. We were so, all thrilled about it. Oh, if we talk about convenience, I'm on this cruise boat and I got give me convenience there. or give me death. Oh, nice. And I say give me Maverick because it's a convenience store. So <laughs> now you, so he just he's like I gotta go. And then what did he do? Did he go to like the nearest dock? Like who can take? Who's the most faring sea sea boat here that can take me back to port? Yeah. No, how did it really play out? He got off the boat. Okay, we've established this. He's on 200 cells. He had a dagger in his jaw. Oh, for God's sake. He removed the dagger from the jaw. He stabbed the nearest person, stole their go-kart, went to the highest peak of Catalina, aimed for the ramp that aims towards Long Beach, and he took his go-kart full speed and jumped a sizable amount of water to land in Long Beach. Mm -hmm. Directly onto an awaiting Cessna. Thank you very much. Wow. I crashed into the Cessna. Cessna said, Jolly good show. And they flew home. And that was the beginning of his trip around the world with Jackie Chan. (laughs) (laughs) Around the world in 80 days. And P.S. My dad's dead. (laughs) Grab, I wish you were there to see me pull off the greatest stunt ever. (laughs) It was pretty cool. I guess it was worth it in the end, if you're going to go out. Your son, evil. Oh, I forgot to say, my my grandpa was evil. He was even, yeah, it was an honor of him. I was in Idaho Falls recently. My mom pointed out that he, evil Knievel, went over those fucking falls Mm. on motorcycles. Fucking badass. Was that one of the ones he actually made or one of the ones he wiped out on? I wonder if that's the basis for uh, Bart Simpson's, what's the guy in Bart's? uh, It's the Snake River. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's the Snake River. Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Who knew? There should be a marker for that. But so, again, back to... So he's on Catalina. So we're on 200 South. Okay. But he never gets that boat. How do you get a boat? All I want to know is... There's if I... a shitload of ferries going back and forth between the mainland and Catalina. There's the answer. This isn't, like, remote. Well, I don't know Catalina. I barely knew that there was a wine mixer, let alone fucking... <laughs> goddamn boat going back. They actually have a special boat just for bereaved sons. So why'd sons. you take a cruise it's boat? Called... So why are you on a cruise boat to Catalina when you can just take a fucking ferry? Exactly. It and I'm is, not talking about you, my friend. It is very, it makes no logistical sense. Did you just go to Catalina back? Just turn it around. But you kept going on the cruise, right? Yeah. Till when? Oh, heaven forbid. We all get, said. Heaven he would, forbid. He, he would have wanted it this way. And we went on to <laughs> Who Ensenada. wants steaks? Uh, Ensenada. Which I did not get off in. I decided. Stay on the boat in the, the boat. moment of bereavement. And to not have to stress out about having my kid out in the world. Oh, yeah, because the kid came. So your grandpa died on the boat. How long were you? Maybe one day. <laughs> so your grandpa died. All right. But that's, uh, I mean, that's, I'm sorry about your grandpa dying. He was old. 
He was. It old. was sad. He was a. Don't but, get me wrong. And I will say his passing led to an amazing. I didn't realize the uh, the full extent of his history that you laid on me. Yeah, the treasure trove of Las Vegas. Well, memorabilia. Because your grandpa was a big Vegas boy and a big Western United uh, Western Utah boy, which mm-hmm. made me very happy because he grew up in some towns that are basically ghost town yeah. after your grandpa's generation because of the rails. Mm-hmm. So it made me very happy and his, but sad at the same time. You could say he went off the rails on the crazy train. <sighs> So that was your summers. Your dead grandpa. Mm-hmm. Go karts. What was the karaoke song that you did? Uh, Do a couple numbers. Hello again. Huh. And then I did uh, "Daughter" by Pearl Jam. <laughs> Just to work on my Eddie Vedder. And name? I started this other new thing. What is it? It's called Father Eddie Ved, and it's Father John Misty songs done in Eddie Vedder's voice. Oh yes, <laughs> it is pretty fun. Well, that will be the opener for next time. We made it, bud. Almost 50 minutes. 48 minutes. But everything must end, like your grandfather. <laughs> so this episode has is no more. So we're going to jump ship. We're in Catalina. I'm going to have to find a boat. I have still no concept how to get back to mainland from Catalina. If someone could send to the Holy Schlage email uh, some pamphlets on boat rides between <laughs> Catalina. For the bereaved. For the bereaved. We will be back next time for a new topic. We're back again. This would... Be season three, I would say. Sure. I mean, we'll say that now, and then two months later we do. But I, I'd like to, I'd like to get back. It's going to get cold again. We can't be out enjoying the. It's true. It's too hot anymore. But uh, I love you, uh, Ryan Holyoke, with all my heart. I love you, Ryan Schlegel. And I love all of you, the listeners out there, all of the people we know, because there's not anybody listening who we don't know. And if there is, that's weird. But I love you guys, and I love the millions of podcasts out there, and the millions of unlistened podcasts like ourselves. We're all together in nothingness. We'll be there in nothingness. Till next time, I'm a Ryan Schlegel. Scarves. Oh, uh, gut. Bye. Oh, brown me another drink and punch me in the face. You can call me Nancy Every man wears a symbol And I know I have mine I've got my right hand stamped In the concentration camp With my organ three Slow down, man Father Eddie Vedd. That's so good. New karaoke jam.